This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. This is the Mark Madden Unfiltered Podcast from the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Madden Money Bets Podcast, and I have gambling fever. Before we bring on Tom Offerman, my co-host, uh, here is my play of the season. The best futures bet I can come up with. You're not going to agree when I first start talking about it, but by the end of my pitch, I bet you bet more than it can afford because it is one hell of a wager. Like I said, it's the best futures bet. And I'm going to bet big on I'm going to bet either 500 or a grand I might hedge it. I'll tell you how I'm going to hedge it as well. But my pick for NFL MVP at plus 4,000 is Minnesota quarterback Kirk Cousins. And you might say that sounds absurd. Uh, No, it doesn't. Not at that price. Last year, Kirk Cousins threw for 4,221 yards. His completion percentage was 66.3. He threw 33 touchdowns against just seven interceptions. His passer rating was 103.1. Now, Minnesota missed the playoffs, but if Kirk Cousins puts those stats up this year and Minnesota makes the playoffs, he's the MVP. And I think Minnesota is going to make the playoffs this year. So Kirk Cousins at plus 4,000 is great value. It's not a lock, but you got a chance, although... My one disclaimer is, I don't know if the dopes who vote for MVP would ever give it to Kirk Cousins. That's the one problem with betting on stuff that people judge, whether it's boxing, awards like this, whatever. So Kirk Cousins at plus 4,000 is my uh, futures bet of the year. I'm either going to bet 1,000 on it uh, with Bet Rivers, or I might bet 500 and hedge it by going with Justin Herbert of the L.A. Chargers at plus 1,000. I think Herbert's the best bet to win MVP. I think Cousins is a real good bet and has the best value. And let's not forget the weapons that Cousins has to work with. He has Thielen, he has Jefferson, he has Dalvin Cook at running back. To me, it all adds up to MVP. Uh, Joining me now is my co-host Tom Offerman. Tom, what do you think of this bold, bold, I'll say it a third time, 
bold futures wager that I am recommending to everyone. Well, like you said, it's not a lock, but I don't think it's necessarily that much of a long shot either. Maybe the odds tell you it's a long shot, but you're right about the weaponry that he has. He's put up a lot of numbers in the past, and I actually think the Vikings are going to win the NFC North this year. I do, too. I think they're going to dethrone the Green Bay Packers, and that's plus 270, so there's value on that, too. I think it's going to be, you know, nip and tuck. Yes. But uh, I bet they beat Green Bay at least a game and maybe both. Week one is Green Bay-Minnesota, so that's a huge game right off the bat there. There you go, a huge game right off the bat, and that's where Kirk Cousins... Uh, proclaims his MVP credentials to the world. And on top of that, they play Green Bay twice. If he puts on great showings against the back-to-back reigning MVP and beats him twice, that's going to skyrocket his odds up. So getting in at plus 4,000 now would be smart. So there you go. Uh, my my other uh, futures bet, well, I, I have a few involving the Steelers, but, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, my Super Bowl pick is the LA Chargers at plus 1,500. Uh, I think they have good value. More and more people are coming around to them somehow getting out of the AFC. And, and let's face it, Tom, whoever gets out of the AFC, they're going to have to to pull some crap yeah. because it ain't going to be easy. That's one heck of a of a conference. But I like the L.A. Chargers, and I do love Justin Herbert. So they're my pick at plus 1,500 to win the Super Bowl. It would be interesting to see if Justin Herbert gets into the playoffs for the first time in his career and runs the table like that. That's really hard to do. I know he's been in the league a couple years, so it's not like it's a rookie that's making the playoffs and running the table to the Super Bowl. But... Having no playoff experience before, that'll be interesting to see if he can do that. Especially have to potentially go through the likes of, you yeah. know, Patrick Mahomes. Josh and, Allen. Yeah, Lamar yeah. Jackson. Although, uh, Josh Allen, well, you know what's funny? I was uh, I was talking about the Bills to, uh, to, to somebody uh, earlier today, actually doing preparation for uh, my show on the X when Peter King's going to be the guest. We're taping this on the Thursday. And uh, I'm not so sure the Bills weren't the best team last year. Like, they lost that fluky-type playoff game to Kansas City, and maybe that was the playoff experience of the Chiefs that that, that got them through, but uh, I'm not so sure they weren't the best team. No, I think they would have actually beaten the Bengals if they went to— or I think Cincinnati would have come to Buffalo, how the seeding worked out. I think they would have gotten to the Super Bowl if they got past the Chiefs in that game. They just ran out of time. Like you said, it's not It's not like Allen threw some crippling interception in overtime that cost them the game. They just did, simply didn't get a chance to get the ball back. Yeah, so uh, I think— I'm betting on LA, but Buffalo is the better team. Again, I'm I'm big on value. Bets. That's the th- yeah. I'm not going to. You can't just bet the chalk all the time. It's no fun and it's no payday. No, you're not going to make any money that way, and that's why I didn't pick the Bills either for my Super Bowl. I didn't pick for my MVP future. I didn't pick Josh Allen because there's just not that much value there. He's like plus six hundred, plus five hundred. I mean, that is some value, but I want to take a more long shot. MVPs, I got two. I took Lamar Jackson at plus fifteen hundred, and I took Dak Prescott at plus eighteen hundred. Oh. But here's why. It's an award that people vote on, and they love voting on the Cowboys. If the Cowboys win the division or maybe get the one or the two seed, how are you not going to give it to Dak? Yeah, but they might not even make the playoffs. The Eagles are really good this year. They could sneak up on them. Yeah, but I don't trust Jalen Hurts, do you? No. Then again, I don't trust Dak Prescott. I can't believe you're just throwing (laughs) money away on that bet. I think he's rotten. Well, you might think I'm throwing money away on my Super Bowl future, too, then. I'm taking the 49ers at plus 1,600. No, that's not bad. I'm buying into Trey Lance on this bet because there's good value. I'm buying into Garoppolo coming in and saving the day. Yep, exactly. But it's a Super Bowl roster. No question. Other than the quarterback. So I think plus 1,600 is good value. Well, don't you feel like Shanahan's having buyer's remorse with having committed to Trey Lance? And and, and when they brought Garoppolo back, that was kind of with a wink and a nod to Jimmy G about the possibilities? Well... Why would you present such a terrible, you know, shadow over top of Trey Lance for no reason? Like, if you were comfortable with Trey Lance, you would just bring in some scrub backup and not have Trey Lance have to look over his shoulder all year long. 
anytime he throws a couple interceptions, especially in the 49ers stadium, he's going to be looking over at the sidelines at number 10 and he's going to have a lump in his throat. It's, it's a tough situation for Lance to step into. Maybe Shanahan's hoping, you know, bringing a talented guy behind him, it'll push Trey Lance, but why would you need to push Trey Lance? He should have all the motivation in the world. Okay, now here's my futures bet regarding the Steelers. The over-under at Bet Rivers is under over under seven and a half, right? Seven and a half victories. I think that's exactly the right line, by the way. I am going to tease it to under eight and a half okay. and bet relatively big. Like bet a grand, maybe two grand. It's at minus 200. That's right. Betting two grand to win a grand, what I think is a pretty safe bet, I don't think there's any way they finish over 500. You think eight and nine is the ceiling? Yes. See, I was looking at teasing it up to eight and a half and going with the over to get plus 160 on it, see if they can get to nine and eight. Miss the playoffs at nine and eight, though. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Why not tease it up to like 11 and a half? And then just lo- totally what? lock it in. Yeah, you're, you're, Tom, you're losing me today with this, with this, with this bet on Dak um, Prescott and the yeah, Steelers going yeah, over. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but I got the Steelers uh, under eight and a half at minus 200. And uh, my bet for the Steeler game this weekend is. Uh, Take the Steelers plus six and a half. I think uh, Cincinnati's going to have a Super Bowl hangover. I think their offensive line, which uh, I said uh, recently they had three new offensive linemen. They have four. Yeah. Now, Leo Collins is pretty good, and that matchup between him and T.J. Watt on that side is going to really go a long way toward determining the game. But I think it's tough to break in that many new offensive linemen. And none of them are you know all pros. They're all better than what they had, but, but that's as far as I'll go. So I kind of like the Steelers... To cover, it wouldn't totally shock me if they won outright. No, I don't think so either. I think you get a team like the Bengals early. People reference this all the time the past couple weeks. Same thing as Buffalo last year. Get a team like that before they can really get into a groove. You have a much better shot at beating them and upsetting them. So I think they could beat them. I'm not picking the Steelers money line, though. I'm I'm right with you on this one. I think the Steelers plus six and a half. That's actually my best bet of this week. I I think it's it's definitely going to be a cover, close game, but the Bengals squeak by by like three, four points. Okay, um... My best bet is not the Steelers, although I do I do like the Steelers plus six and a half. I'm going with uh, Carolina minus two points against Cleveland yeah. as Baker Mayfield uh, seeks his revenge for being uh, definitely treated shabbily oh, yeah. by the Cleveland Browns. He was very hard done by. I like Carolina because I think it's going to be a very motivated Baker Mayfield. Obviously, the Browns do not have Deshaun Watson. They have uh, Jacoby Brissett, a quarterback, instead. But the big factor is to me is that... Uh, is that uh, Christian McCaffrey's not yet hurt? Well, we'll see after the first series, right? What's what's your over under when he gets hurt? <laughs> Halftime, really? That's a little early for me. I'd say like <laughs> game four. That's like the over under for T.J. Watt getting hurt is about game six. You think game six? I always laughed at with T.J. Watt. Like he sacks the quarterback, and the quarterback's never hurt. It's always T.J. <laughs> Watt. He's always coming up, holding his hip, holding his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. But uh, but I do like Carolina in this game and. I'll tell you, if Carolina, if if McCaffrey stays healthy, they could contend for a playoff spot, but I just know he won't. Yeah, I was actually watching Good Morning Football earlier this week, and Kyle Brandt was doing his futures picks for the divisions, and he picked the Panthers to win the a- or NFC South, which I think was just, you know, I'm on TV, let's get a hot take out there. I don't totally but, rule it out. But uh, that's what I was saying, is like he picked a perfect team that people go, that's wonky, but you can also make the argument pretty clearly that they could win the division. But I think the argument's undone with what you just said. McCaffrey never stays healthy. I was at one of the draft nights for that absurd fantasy league I always talk about on the show. Uh, this year they have uh, 60 teams, five divisions of 12. Each division drafts the entire league. And it's 6,500 
a team. I thought it was 66. It's 65. So there must have been a a groundswell to lower the price by a hundred bucks. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the night I was there, a Taylor went first because it's you know weighted like most leagues are toward the. Running backs. Running backs, yeah. McCaffrey went second. And I get it, but I just couldn't take that risk. That's a big risk. You could ruin your entire season by week four, like you said, if he goes down. Then again, aren't all running backs, I mean, how confident would you feel drafting Derrick Henry? Especially after last year. Although Derrick Henry might have won you your fantasy league last year by the time he got hurt. He led the league in rushing until like week 16 that last Well, and year. that's what that's what the guy who drafted McCaffrey pointed out to me. that Well, don't forget I'm drafting other running backs too. Right. I go, he might wind up being the best... The best in the league. And plus, this is a big money league, so I'm sure all these players playing it are savvy enough to a guy getting Christian McCaffrey's going to vulture a backup. Most of them are dopes. They're they're just dopes with money, is all. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, uh, I'll get to my my soccer uh, EPL picks. Going off of your Carolina pick, though, I'm actually toying around with a revenge game parlay. Okay. Baker over the Browns. The Jets covering plus seven over the Ravens. Joe Flacco revenge. And then Denver covering minus six and a half against Seattle. Russell Wilson revenge. That gets you plus 600 odds. Do you think Russell Wilson and Joe Flacco necessarily feel motivated for revenge? No, but it's cool that I could call something the revenge game parlor. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, how do you think Flacco's going to play? How old is he now? Oh, he's got to be like 37, 38. He's got to be up there. You don't have to look it up, Tom. It's only a podcast. <laughs> We're just kind of no, winging it be here. accurate. 37. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's. Uh, I mean, when's uh, Zach Wilson going to be available? I, at earliest, they said week four against the Steelers. Really? Because, oh, what a comeback game that would be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what other game I'm, I'm kind of interested in Sunday night? Mainly because I just always watch Sunday night football. Like, that's the one time I watch football. Like, right, just to perfect. watch it. Yeah. Right. Uh, but but uh, Tom Brady against Dallas, your guy Dak Prescott. Big stage for him to make the MVP case if he beats Brady on this first Sunday Night Football game of the year. You know, I think there's a chance that one weekend this year, Brady just doesn't show up and calls it quits. Hands the keys to Blaine Gabbert, says good luck with the rest of the season. I think if it comes down to saving his marriage or playing another year, I, I don't know. I don't know. Then again, he retired and came back after, what was it, 30 days or 40 yeah. days? I mean, maybe his marriage isn't that important to him. I mean, let's face it, whoever he ended up with after Giselle would be very proximate to Giselle minus the money, and he has his own money, and if they divorce, I think she would have to pay him alimony. That's right. He'd be dipping into Giselle's pockets anyway. Yeah, so maybe it is the smart move to play football. You think he'd be done forever, or do you think he might just take a weekend off and then be like, I'll be back next weekend. I'm going to go to the Bahamas with Giselle. I think at that point, Tampa Bay has to say, look, play or don't. And I'll, I'll be honest, if I were him, I would have quit. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's done enough, earned enough, won enough. Seven rings, what's there to prove? Well, he signed that deal with Fox. The second he retires, he steps in the booth and gets paid like an absurd amount of money per year, like close to $35 million, I think. So it's not like he's strapped for cash even if Giselle would divorce him and he doesn't get any alimony. There should be a futures bet at uh, at, at Bet Rivers. Uh, what week does Tom Brady decide to help the misses with the dishes? <laughs> Here's another bet I'd like. Uh, remember we talked uh, in one of the uh, first editions of this podcast, Mitch Trubisky is the only quarterback who started over, I think, 50 games, some number since 1950, that's never thrown a pick right. six. So I'd like, I'd like, I would bet each week, if, if I could bet like like 100 bucks with like, you know, I don't know, give me in a plus 1500 on him throwing a pick six against Cincinnati in week one, I would bet it. I would just keep betting it each week, too. The minute it's going to happen. The minute you started talking about it, it was doomed to happen. Don't you think that's 
to the point now as a statistic where that's going to pop up on the game day broadcast and do the old broadcast jinx where it's going to be like Mitch Trubisky, only quarterback that's never thrown a pick six, boom, pick six to your face if, right after if that. If I was the analyst for that game Sunday, I would beat it to Pump death. It. Never thrown a pick six. Oh, that was a close throw to the sidelines. Good thing that didn't get taken back to the house. Uh, now, before we go to my Premier League picks, and, and by the way, you know, the only reason I'm continuing, Tom, is because I, I said I would, but I'm 4 <laughs> and 9. I'm down 133 bucks. One thing I can't do, I can't bet Liverpool anymore. You can't catch a break anywhere you look in this Premier League season. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, what, what sums it all up was was uh, match day two against Crystal Palace when I had Liverpool to win and Nunez to score, and they tied, and Nunez got a red card for headbutting. I think that that says the direction I'm going into. But in the meantime, let's get to our our fun uh, feature, Five Guys. Five Guys today is Celebrity Home Wreckers. Who loves a good Celebrity Home Wrecker? I do. I just love Home Wreckers, period. A couple gals made it to this list, too. So there's two gals on this list. And we're going to start with, I think, the By the way, let me just jump in there. Um, I know I have friends who have married the Home Wrecker. Yeah. Like, and one thing you got to remember when you marry the other woman... She's always going to remember that she was the other woman, and she's going to keep her eye out for the other woman, and will imagine the other woman even if there is no other woman. I think that's happened on some of these people on this list that we're going to get to. But number one, and I think the queen of it all, I think everybody recognizes her as the number one homewrecker, Angelina Jolie, with Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Just ruined that pure marriage between those two. They're on the same movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They're banging behind the scenes, and then they wreck the marriage of Brad Pitt. And plus, which two you look at them. Jennifer Aniston's like this all-American beauty. Angela Jolie looks like she just stepped out of, I'm not going to call her a hooker, but she looks like she stepped out of a movie where she played a hooker. And her father's insane, John Voight. And, and her, her 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 lips, like that, what what are they shooting your lips? The collagen. Yeah. Yeah, it, I don't like the collagen To lips. the point where it's absurd. I don't even like it with your garden variety stripper, let alone with somebody like Angelina Jolie. What's she need that for? Now, what's the current state? Uh, who's Brad Pitt married to now? It's not Angelina Jolie. I think he's See, just See, you don't know. You're not around. prepared. I'm not prepared. Once again, you're going on the computer and going to Google. Wasn't there some hope that Brad Pitt and, and Jennifer Aniston would reconcile? These celebrities get married an awful well, that's lot, the don't point. they? That's the point of this all, is that these celebrities just pass each other around like it's the town bike. And they really just don't care about the, the, the morals bike. of marriage or anything like I heard, that. I heard Juju's got stolen. Well, who's Brad Pitt married to? I don't know. I can't find it. Who cares? Oh, God. Number two, Harry Styles wrecked Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's marriage. Did you see how Jason Sudeikis served the divorce papers to Olivia Wilde? No. She was on stage for the like opening of her new movie, which stars Harry Styles. And the guy, like Seth Rogen's character in Pineapple Express, the guy who delivers the service papers, came up on the stage and that gave her the papers. That guy did the same guy. Yeah, it was Seth Rogen. It, it was, was unbelievable. Seth Rogen. No, it wasn't Seth Rogen. But he served the papers on the stage during her premiere of the movie. That's that's awesome from Sudeikis. Oh, how how much younger is Harry Styles than uh, uh, than in, in Wild? It's like twenty years. It's significant. So that's not going to last. No, she's just chasing the, the rock star too. He also spit on an actor. Did you see that? Well, yeah, but they they say that's no big deal. Yeah, I mean, who was it? Chris Pine? Yeah, who like cares? That? I'd love Harry Styles to spit on me. Harry Styles is incredibly talented. And like his, his what was his band, One Direction? Yes. And now he does the solo stuff. Way bigger on the solo stuff. It's not my cup of tea, but he's incredibly talented. The movies I've seen him in, like he was in Dunkirk. Yeah, he was good in Dunkirk. He was really good in Dunkirk. So I give that kid a lot of credit. And uh, Olivia Wilde, um, excuse me, Harry Styles may be the homewrecker in that instance, but I think I think Olivia Wilde's the, the, the heel. 
She is the heel. Jason Sudeikis is awesome. Dude's funny as hell, smokes a ton of pot. He's great. I would love to hang out with Sudeikis. I'd be married to Sudeikis. Okay. Well, so I'd be married. Well, I'd be married to Harry Styles. He's not far behind <laughs> Zach Efron on my infamous list. Actually, he's way behind. What am I thinking? Okay. Who you got next? Madonna wrecking A Rod's marriage. And I just picked this one because I hate A Rod. So it's hilarious that she wrecked his marriage. And also, A Rod just got another marriage wrecked recently by Ben Affleck with Jennifer Lopez. So. No, was, mar- was A Rod married to Jennifer they Lopez? They got married and then just. I think it was Why only a couple months. Why do famous people keep marrying famous people? You always hear, Tom, well, they understand, you know, my life. But it turns out they never do because they never stay married very long. But then on the other side of the spectrum, if you marry just a regular girl, uh, you're going to have so much temptation. How are you going to stay with her? Like Madonna's knocking at your door and you're going to tell her no? Do you know uh, Ric Flair said he, he nailed Jennifer Lopez? No. He said he nailed Jennifer Lopez. He and said Halle, a lot of things. And Halle Berry. And uh, before he and I had our infamous uh, split over the podcast, I would have backed that lie. But it's a lie. It's a total lie. An absolute lie. (laughs) Number four. I mean, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, you know. Look at look at uh, look at Rick Flair. (laughs) Look at the options she's had. She no need for her to ride Space Mountain. Russell Crowe, number four, broke up Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's marriage. And the best part about it is he dumped Meg Ryan like two months later. Meg Ryan deserves no better though, (laughs) Uh, because Meg Ryan. Look at how she disfigured herself with plastic surgery. Yeah. She really did. She went from being like, again, the all-American type looking girl. Yep, in the Aniston category. And, and she went right past like playing a hooker in a movie to just looking ridiculous. Yeah. like like Now and, you don't hear from her ever anymore, right? Angela Jolie, even though I, I don't like what she did to herself with the collagen, she still looked pretty hot. No question. Meg Ryan, not so much. And her lips, like, her lips went all the way past Angela Jolie to like, you know, the Hindenburg. That's how big they were. Could you think of two less like each other brothers than Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid? Oh, no, not at all. Right? They're then so again, different. I, I don't feel like we know much about Dennis Quaid, whereas like, Randy like Quaid's if, totally insane. Like, what if Dennis Quaid's just as insane? He's just really good at just, hiding it. He's just quiet about it. just doesn't feel need to blab all the time. Um... Russell Crowe strikes me as a guy who would break up anybody's marriage just based on his his, his uh, momentary animal instincts. Well, he's just a crazy person, too. Didn't he go nuts back in the early 2000s when he won his like best actor back-to-back year? He like was wrecking hotel rooms and yelling at people all over the world. I got a Russell Crowe story. Please share. I uh, I think I told this on the show years ago, but he was in town shooting a movie. So he came oh, to a, nice. He came to a Penguin game, and he wanted to meet Sid. So he's in the locker room afterwards talking to Sid, and the media needs to talk to Sid. Nobody right. wants to interrupt Russell Crowe, but I, I needed to get one thing from Sid, so I went over and interrupted and go, Sid, just one thing real quick. And like Russell Crowe looked like he wanted to kill he me. He wanted to fight you. Like he wanted to fight me, yeah. I think he has a reputation for getting into random fights like that, so you're lucky. Well, I saw Gladiator. Who was on the Penguins at the time that could have jumped in on your side, though? <laughs> Nobody. Finally, we're going into the world of sports. Tony Parker, you remember when he was married to Eva Longoria, the yes. housewife? Yes. He slept with teammates Brett Barry's wife at the time when he was married to Eva Longoria and wrecked Brett Barry's marriage, but at the same time wrecked his own marriage to a superstar. Uh, he, he did the, I wish we had the sound effect, the daily double. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Wait, say that again? That's almost too much to comprehend. So Tony Parker was married to Eva Longoria. Brett Barry was married to... I, she wasn't famous. She was just his wife. Tony Parker, the point guard for the Spurs, slept with Brett Barry's wife, thus wrecking Brett Barry's marriage and at the same time wrecking his marriage with now, mega babe Eva Longoria. Did they continue to play on the same team? I don't believe so. I think Brett Barry got the axe after that. That was Because like, Tony Parker's a better player, you know what I mean? I believe in, in sports that happens all the time, by the way. 
I mean, I think it's I think it's rumored more than it actually happens. Well, who was the hockey player? It was uh, Sean Avery, right? He was the master of. Uh... Well, no, he 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 would he would dump him and then they'd take up with somebody uh, else. That's what it was. Like uh, who was it that? Um... He called somebody his sloppy seconds when yes, when she when she married somebody. I forget who I'm that was. I'm thinking about that too. That's what. Oh, I'm it was. Of. Uh, it was. Oh God, super hot blonde girl. She was in the sequel to Goon. Oh God, and she married a hockey player. Okay, I'm uh, gonna now I, we have to look it up. Now we're going to the computer again. Super hot blonde girl in Goon. She was also in Old School. She was the uh, daughter of Luke Wilson's boss and slept with him. Oh my God! I know exactly who you're talking about now. Is it Alicia Cuthbert? Yes. Find out who she's married to. Alicia Cuthbert, because she's still married to whatever hockey player. Uh, Dion Phaneuf. Yeah, Dion Phaneuf. Yes, uh, 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 Avery, who's one of the biggest idiots ever, uh, just a total <laughs> jerk. Yeah, he he brought that up, and it was just you know that was way out of line, and I think he got suspended for that, didn't he? I think Sean Avery did get suspended. Yeah, for that. yeah. So. Um, so yeah, but there was there was always there was a rumor that it happened with the Chicago Blackhawks. I think the Flyers too. There was a rumor it happened with the uh, with the uh, Penguins. Um, it happens all the time. The, the like one time said. I know it did happen because this was actually talked about. I, I the one uh, World Cup year for the U.S. This was in the '90s. I forget exactly what year. But John Harks was the captain, and he had an affair with Eric Wynalda's wife. And Eric Wynalda's talked about this. This isn't rumor anymore, right? And. Uh, and uh, you know it became a big you know flashpoint in the team, and they cut the captain John Harks like two months before the wow. World Cup. You know, and they didn't say why, but everybody kind of everybody knew could why. read between the lines on that one. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I think you're right. I think it does happen so much. You yeah, know, they're always around the team. They're always around the locker room. Well, and and, and these athletes feel they're entitled to anything. <laughs> they do. No, it's the it's the. Let me tell you, uh, not since the Hollywood stars of the you know 40s and 50s. Is there a group of people who feel more entitled than professional athletes right now? I I would bet that uh, that that somebody like uh, boy I hate to pick a name randomly like uh, I don't know what kind of a guy Aaron Judge is, but an athlete at that level, I bet he probably feels more entitled to like Harry Styles. He's just a god amongst mortals. I I think a guy like Aaron Judge has more people kissing his butt every day than Harry Styles does. I think football players are the worst of that now too because well because they're stupid and that happens from high school up because we're stupid and we just worship football players. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Terrell Pryor, yes, when he was at Jeanette, he was on like a pedestal in that town. You know, all kinds of you know under the table freebies since he was like fourteen. Right, and look where it got him: stabbed by his girlfriend and out of the NFL. Yeah, he made some money, and there was and he a, torched the Steelers in that one. And there game. was a really hot waitress at the bottle shop in Heidelberg that he may have had sex with in the men's room handicap stall. While I was standing outside. He didn't wreck her marriage, did he? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Might be our sixth guy. She's she's. I think she's on number three. <laughs> so 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 perhaps yes, perhaps. Okay. All right, Premier League time. Yeah, I'm, I just don't feel good about any of this. <laughs> the worst ending to the podcast. I have I have much more confidence in in Kirk Cousins winning the National Football League MVP <laughs> than I do in any of these picks. Uh, see, and I, I can't even decide on on this. Sucks. I hate. Maybe I should quit. Okay. Okay. Here's one I'd consider. I'm going to open with one I'd consider them my two best bets. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur is plus 650 at Manchester City. And City's a juggernaut, but they've tied a couple games. They look 
except for Erling Holland scoring like crazy. And by the way, that's a bet I lost last week. I bet Holland to score two or more. He scored. He one. He scored one, of course. Yeah, uh, but but at plus six fifty at City when Spurs beat City twice last year. But then you could talk yourself into hitting vigorous. Well, what are the odds they beat him a third time in a row? But, right. But I'm just saying, consider that one. But my my two bets are. West Ham plus 155 at home against Newcastle. And I keep betting West Ham. And they've won a, a bet for me because their their record's lousy, but they're better than their record. And uh, Newcastle, I think St. Maxime is still out, one of their top offensive players. So I take West Ham plus uh, 155. That's at home against Newcastle. I'm also tempted. Here's another one that tempts me. Fulham is plus 350. That's at home versus Chelsea. Uh, Fulham's two two and two. They just got promoted, but they're playing well. Chelsea's three one and two, but they just fired their manager Tuchel because they got beat in in Champions League one yeah, nothing. Ju- they just hired who Graham Potter from uh, Brighton. Yeah, yeah, from Brighton. Yeah, which Brighton was off to a good start. So how thrilled do you think they are that they not, just lost not, their manager? Now Brighton's using a player manager this week. That's awesome. Uh, a former Liverpudley and uh, Adam Lallana. Oh, I thought his name was going to be Jackie Moon. <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, there are probably more similarities than Adam would care to. <laughs> care to admit he has he has good hair i'll tell you that but uh but so yeah uh but but my second bet is going to be uh southampton plays brentford i'm going with over two and a half goals because brentford has been leaking them in they've been scoring them they beat leeds 5-2 last week uh, Southampton, they don't play wide open, but they, you know, they play good football. So I think the I think the field will open up, and I think it'll get over two and a half goals. Uh, teams don't want to play like that, especially at like a, a mid table team. Although they've started very well, has Brentford, but uh, but they uh, once you start, you know, going up and down the field, scoring and conceding, it's tough to just cut that off overnight. Right. I mean, how much more you can't have more fun playing any other style, right? Right. Right. So my two bets are. Um, West Ham plus 155 at home against Newcastle. That is that is a bet where all three bets are plus. Every bet is an underdog because it's a three bet uh, a three bet method. That's how you bet football. Right. And uh, then take Southampton and Brentford uh, take over two and a half goals. And we kind of like Fulham plus 350, and we kind of like Tottenham plus 650. Tottenham's off to a really good start this year too. You said something to me, I think, off the air before. Where this is the first year in a long time Harry Kane actually wants to be at Tottenham, and maybe yeah, yeah, he's been trying to escape, yeah, and now he's got no place to go. Although uh, one Min Song, the uh, the Korean kid, he's right. he's kind of off his feet. He he can't find the back of the net, uh, and and honestly, well, their manager Antonio Conte. He's just such a taskmaster that he'll eventually make them hate him, but they don't yet. Um, and I don't like their lineup that much past like Kane and Son. So you think they'll cool off and maybe settle in like three or four like they always do? I think I hope they settle in five or six because <laughs> because we need some help to get back up to one of those Champions League spots. But yeah, so well that is it. Um, uh, again, Kirk Cousins, you're laughing at me secretly over pimping Kirk Cousins MVP, aren't you? No, I'm not. I've I've always been actually a pretty staunch Kirk Cousins defender. I thought he's always been an underrated quarterback. And plus, if he's MVP, I've said and other people have said that uh, Kenny Pickett stealing is Kirk Cousins. Maybe Kirk Cousins can can take the stealing up. One one last. Here's another bet I'd like to see uh, Rivers post a prop bet. What week will Kenny Pickett make his first start? Yeah, I think the bye week would be a great spot to put it into. Just as a total like. That's usually when it happens for a team making a transition is long week. Okay, but don't forget there's there's facets to that wager because do you think Trubisky's going to get hurt? Yes, I do. 
When? Early. Like within the first four games. Within the first five minutes. <laughs> That's Tom Offerman. I'm Mark Mann. It's the Madden Money Bets podcast here on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Catch new episodes of Mark Madden Unfiltered every week. Available on the Bet Rivers Network, betrivers.com, and wherever you find your podcast.